It's the Doug Zone. We are back again. And I would just like to start this episode off with another solemn moment of silence. Uh, This time for the American guy who for some reason decided he wanted to go and fight in Ukraine. Uh, They were talking about it on the news at the restaurant I was in. Um, Shockingly, he got turned to dust by a surface-to-surface missile. Uh, And I'd just like to say, no one could have seen this coming. Uh, And frankly, I think it's a tragedy that this guy who for some reason decided to move to a war zone so he could get in a war, I'm devastated that he was killed. It Uh, feels very total recall, like the beginning, (laughs) where he's like, we should move there. Looking at the the footage about the Ukraine, he's like, we stand with Ukraine. Why not stand in Ukraine? Let's move to Ukraine. It would be a good place to raise our kids. Yeah, the, the the news, it was fucking crazy because they were talking about this guy who was killed by Russian forces because, you know, he got a gun and went to the Ukraine to go and fight to the death. Um, and like the news is like a tragedy as an American man was killed in Ukraine today. It's like, what? No, he of course he was killed in Ukraine. He went to Ukraine. <laughs> he went to Ukraine to fight and die. Uh, what What were you expecting? Was he like doing it as like a martyr or like to go to Valhalla or something? Yeah, like, he was what? doing it because he uh, his parents' wording was he saw that they needed help and he decided to help them. Which, now they're saying that like it's a noble thing. Yeah, like it's a noble thing and not the dumbest man on the face of the earth going, well, this war looks like it could use a little bit of me. <laughs> You know um, what this conflict needs? A yeah, I mean, random American. Yeah, like shout out to him for, you know, being the one guy on Reddit brave enough to actually follow through and go over there. But also, like, oh, come on, man. It kind of sucks. Yeah, it kind of sucks. I mean, it's the same as the, uh, like the, the Japanese ambassador who had a samurai sword chipped to him, um, which I saw everybody posting about how cool that was. I was like, but he's going to die. Like, if he stays and fights, this man will... You're fighting soldiers with guns, and none of them have swords. Like, like very noble of you. But that's literally bringing a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, exactly. But, like, you know, we don't... The the expression isn't bring a knife to a gunfight because we will all remember your nobility after you're killed by the man with a gun. It's don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Bring a gun. Because you will die. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I was thinking about that. That was... It was crazy. I was, like, staring at the news... Um, Michael was making fun of me because I would, every time like the story shifted, I would like visibly recoil in horror as I like processed what the new thing they were trying to do. The first thing that they say is like American man dies in Ukraine and you're like, damn, I wonder what happened. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like he went there on purpose to fight and die. And you're like, oh, what? And I was like, oh, wait. And then, yeah. And then his parents were like, and that's why we should like send more weapons over. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? No. Every detail just made it worse. Yeah, that like this, the, these parents are like, yeah, my son was killed in the fighting and I think we should escalate the combat even more and make sure that it lasts for the next three decades at least. And you're like, oh, cool. Um, but yeah, apparently he was like sending his parents like emails like, we need bulletproof vests. Can you buy us bulletproof vests? Which, pretty funny. So like go over to go overseas and then still like text your mom when you need something. Um, that is pretty. Yeah. I also like it's such a weird world that like they could kind of buy them like bulletproof vests and ship them over and it would like 
Yeah, and then the news would have been like, you know, Hero Family purchases yeah. 10,000 bulletproof vests for Azov Battalion soldiers. Uh, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> nice. That's that's fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it, it is sad, but it's sad because there was just an American guy who got sucked into this, like, propaganda. You know, it always happens when we do something like this. There's one guy who accidentally, like, thinks that we mean it when we're posting about, like, you know, when, like, the American yeah. government's out there, like, the Ukraine, they're they're all heroes. We should go and fight for them. And one dude out of, like, Makes you know, the 300 literally. million... It's like, whoa, I should. Uh, and then he gets killed and like, wait, we didn't mean it. What are you doing? We just wanted to like gas up this other this other conflict. Um anyway. R.I.P. that guy. Uh the candle that burns, I guess a little dim burns half as long. Um <laughs> Man. Imagine if he knew that his sacrifice would be remembered pretty much just on CNN saying that we should like nuke Russia. And on a bad comedy podcast where you go, LOL, how dumb. Um, LOL, stupid. <laughs> um, anyway, how have you been, Joanne? I've been good. Um, I went bowling this week. That was oh, exciting. How, how did it go? Are you are you a good bowler or are you uh, not? I got I got two strikes, so I am not the worst. Yeah, that's pretty good. Also, my first ever strike while playing bowling. Very proud nice. of myself. Very exciting. I've gotten one or two, not many. I'm not good at bowling. Um, I'm not the best. (laughs) I'm slightly better than Izzy, which is all that matters because I only ever really go bowling with Izzy. So, Mm -hmm. you know. That's always ideal is just being slightly better than the other person because then it's not like a like 220 to 75 game and you're like, oh, fun. I am... I do think I told you about one of the first times I, I recreationally took too much Benadryl, which is to say when my friends invited me to go bowling. And I was like, well, I'll be leaning over and swinging a big, heavy ball. Surely that will be improved by Benadryl. Uh, and I bowled one of the worst games of my life. I think it was literally like 30. Like, <laughs> because every time I stood up, I had to like actively choose not to fall over. Um, you really put yourself of- in like manual mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and it was not great, but it was it was a grid it was a grand old time. It was very funny looking at the score and seeing that most of my friends had also done equally badly. And I was oh, like, that's good. no, you guys didn't take allergy medicine before coming here. What's up I with hate, you guys? I hate feeling like my body is a mech suit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> yeah, I really I did feel like I was in the Ava, but I hadn't uh, you know, synced up with it properly. Um when your when your body has input lag, <laughs> I didn't calibrate the servers right, the the controller right. So I'm sort of like leaning to the left the whole time. Yeah, that was uh, on the the switch my family had uh, before I got my own. The uh, one of the joysticks is broken, so it'll oh, just like it always like, yeah pull slightly forward. Uh, which is always annoying when I was playing, like, say, Breath of the Wild, standing, and then all of a sudden Link jumps off a cliff. I'm like, wait, no, don't! I didn't want you to do this. Don't, what are you don't doing, do man? That. <laughs> I was just trying to look around. Um, but yeah, I uh, let's see. Do you want to? Do you want to hop into this video? Yeah. All right. We we're... did not watch Transformers again. We watched <laughs> Top yeah, why, Eleven what, cereal. What kind of idiot would send the Transformers video link again accidentally <laughs> instead of this one, the what the intentional one? 
Um, and then the other person didn't read the message until like an hour before recording and then was very confused. Yeah, I uh that would no. never happen because we do our research early. Yeah, we do our research videos early. Are planned I out definitely, weeks in advance. Yeah, and I don't just like click on the next video to come up in the list and then send it without watching it. Um, yeah, no. I would never do something like that. We are like a that. professional. Yeah, we operation. get paid for this. Uh not much, but <laughs> <laughs> not much, but we do. And I we think that's what matters. <laughs> I hate podcasting on a waitress salary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we don't really get tips. We should set up like a a Venmo or something so you can that's give us so tips bad. for every episode. <laughs> you have to tip twenty percent an episode or it's considered rude. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and for everyone except for our five patrons, that is still zero because twenty percent of zero, just just zero. But you subscribe to the Patreon, you know, you got to bump those numbers up a bit. So we watched Doug's top eleven serial mascots, which, frankly, I was worried would include the infamous Doug Walker spoon uh, yeah. incident, but it that... didn't. He's just talking about cereal. He doesn't eat any cereal throughout it the is... video. Very weird that all of his top 10 videos are just like his own opinions of like not even like his own opinions on movies, his own opinions just on on life. Yeah, on it's guys. like observational comedy. Yeah, where Doug Walker's like, well, let me just let me talk about how weird it is that Cocoa Puffs happened. Um, the, the Cocoa Puffs bit in particular was definitely very weird. Um, I feel like he switched to kind of a surrealist thing for like that yeah, little portion. Yeah, so like the first half of it, he's just like talking genuinely about like the history of like serial mascots, which I actually thought was kind of interesting because I would never have researched these things on my own time because, you know, I, I don't care. Um, but yeah, so then, but about halfway in, you know, he meets Lucky, the Lucky Charms leprechaun and beats him to death because he refuses to give him gold, as you do. Uh, and then from there, it just sort of uh, things begin to devolve as he discusses Cocoa Puffs and then suddenly like starts treating Cocoa Puffs as though they were an addiction. Uh, and like, yeah, reads out the names of like famous celebrities who died of drug overdoses and then says mm -hmm. that they were actually eating Cocoa Puffs, which it feels like one of our bits. Yeah, I was going to say, considering that I started this episode out by making fun of just a dumb American guy who was killed in Ukraine, I can't say that it's in bad taste. Like, I have no room to judge. But it is a little weird to go like, Marilyn Monroe was killed by eating too many Cocoa Puffs. Mac Miller overdosed on Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> Ariana Grande just gets a tattoo of a bowl of Cocoa Puffs instead of him. Um, I was skipping through the video and found found the great line. Well, I can't say my father has AIDS. Ooh, <laughs> oh yeah, talking about Fruit Loops. Yeah, it's what like the the toucan toucan Sam is like follow your nose, and he's like this seems yeah. to solve all the problems, except for mm -hmm. if my dad had AIDS, then it wouldn't be solved. And you're like, wow, so true. <laughs> nice. Doug. That wouldn't be solved by he's eating He's the kind of person that he's purpose. like, let's play rock, paper, scissors. And then it's like rock, paper, scissors, gun. Yeah. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, Doug Walker. I, I doubt this. Doug Walker would never incorporate a gun into something to make it funnier. No. 
No, 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 no. He never Not. has. He never will. Never has, never will. And this is the high standard that we hold him to on the Doug Zone podcast. But yeah, uh, I did. I did kind of think, honestly, that the uh, the random equals funny bit did start to become a little funny uh, at the end when he had just like the the montage dedicated to all the people who were killed by Cocoa Puffs. Mm-hmm. Um, because starting out with two drug overdoses and then following it up with Abraham Lincoln was very funny. <laughs> uh, just respect to that. Massive respect to the order. Yeah, massive respect. <laughs> just going like Jimi Hendrix followed immediately by Abraham Lincoln, two people whose deaths were famously caused by the same thing. A bowl of Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> Is that your new conspiracy? That it was all Cocoa Puffs the whole way down? (laughs) No, that Abraham Lincoln died of a drug overdose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, lead poisoning. Uh, Heyo. I was thinking again uh, a couple days ago about that video that was going around Twitter. Did you see the video of the uh, the two people in L.A. arguing because this guy cut off a white lady in traffic and she like yelled at him? Oh, yeah. I was just thinking about it again like that. A, I mean, incredible move by both of them. Like the white lady's like, I'm just trying to hold space and I can understand that you're angry, but we need to redirect this anger in uh, more more important directions. Like we should be voting right now while he's just like screaming over and over again, like you're a colonizer. Um, it's pretty good. <laughs> and then, you know, you, you take a step back and you're like, these people are just yelling at each other because he cut her off in traffic. Like this mm-hmm. is incredible. Um, but I don't know. I watched the full video for the first time yesterday. And the third act reveal where it pans over to her car and you see all the bumper stickers on the back, truly a masterpiece. Um, oh? Just, yeah, yeah. So she's like getting yelled at by this guy, right? And he's going like, you're a colonizer. You need to get rid of your colonizer mindset. And she's like, we're just holding space. And also you probably shouldn't cut people off going 80 miles an hour in traffic in residential areas. Um uh, And then, yeah, at the end, he like gets in his car and because there's a big dent in the door, like, he has to slam the door closed, like, three times before he can drive away. Damn. Uh, yeah, and then he drives off, and she just sort of, like, stands there for a second and then walks over to her car, and the camera pans with her, and you just see, like, all of these, like, love over hate and, like, vote <laughs> stickers on the back of her car. It is completely plastered, and it's just one of the funniest, like... I don't know. It's like the final shot of the prestige where you see all like the tanks full of yeah. like the dead Hugh Jackmans. It's like that where I was like, this, this is a masterpiece. This is phenomenal. Um, I don't know. I was just thinking about that again. It's just incredible that anytime any like language used to uh, describe the nature, like the, uh, the conditions of the oppressed, it just immediately, everybody starts talking like that on Twitter. And then, Within yeah. five days, people are using it to justify their petty traffic disputes with each other. Um, I love using stuff I found on TikTok in fights. So, oh, so yeah. powerful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're really practicing some weaponized incompetence right now. Uh, and the guy looks up, he's like, well, I asked you to take out the trash. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm capable of doing so. I was just asking if you could do it for once. It's like, uh, no. Mm. It's, that sounds pretty incompetent of you, and I think you're weaponizing it. <laughs> I like the term weaponized incompetence, because it's just like someone's so stupid, it's become an issue. 
Yeah, it's like, okay, you are, you're too dumb. We need to deal with this. We need to... Very fine line between those two. Yeah, you're so stupid that you've become toxic. Uh, <laughs> which is what I yearn to achieve one day. Head so empty. Yeah. I also think that in general, it's like a problem that does not really exist. It's... um. Like, even less so than gaslighting, where people have now just taken gaslighting to mean lying or disagreeing with a person. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I think weaponized incompetence happens even less, or at least on a much smaller scale than everybody seems to think it is, where it's like, "This this is not a common issue, especially not anymore, when, like, you know, people are generally expected to both be parents to their children. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it doesn't seem like it's an everyday issue. Um, unlike gaslighting, which I do frequently, uh, just for fun. You know, I, uh, sometimes at work, someone's like, Hey Matt, could you help me out with this? I'm like, uh, no. And you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and just go about the rest of my day. I'm like, perfect. I have gaslit I've a woman. Um, <laughs> My goal for the day Check. is achieved. I just pull out my little checklist. It's just gaslight a woman. That is the only thing on the checklist. I check it off and I put it back in my pocket. It's like Here a calendar go. where you X out the day and then it pans to the <laughs> next day and the to-do list is the exact same. Or like a word a day calendar, but it's just like a toxic trait a day calendar. So, you know, I like pull it up. I'm like, ooh, July 25th. Weaponizing competence, <laughs> and then you rip it off, and the next one is just like gaslighting. Like, oh, perfect. Um, yeah, I rip off another one. And it's like it just says gaslighting again. I'm like, wait, I thought I'd already said that. So I look underneath it, and it says, "Do you know how crazy you sound when you say things like that?" Um, <laughs> the how-to. <laughs> yeah, I like manipulation yeah, the for little, dummies. Yeah, there's a step-by-step guide. Um, ooh, manipulation for dummies is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um. On the cover, it says, like, buy this book or don't. I get it. I know you don't care. Um, <laughs> or don't. I guess I'll just kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> Manipulation for dummies. Now I'm back. It just says, the authors of this book will kill themselves if you don't personally buy it. <laughs> um, our blood will be on your hands. <laughs> the other day, I was a. Uh, I was chuckling to myself. Uh, actually, no, we'll save that bit for the Patreon. Uh, I took it out for a spin with Izzy and was told not to do it on the Doug Zones for okay. episode. So we'll, we'll save this one for the, for the Patreon. <laughs> I, uh, I thought better of it as I was starting. I was like, ooh, maybe I should. Ooh, toughy. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, it's worth paying for it. But also, I want you to pay me before you cancel me. So let's see. I'm scrolling through this... Um, the uh, this, the video this comment section is not there's, yeah, there's not much going on it's it really just people just, sharing cereal facts yeah it's just people going like haha yeah i did eat that cereal and you're like wow wow great um let's see lots of people are talking about sugar bear do you remember i never eat sugar you, bear yeah no. i was gonna say i've never seen him i don't think that golden crisps still exist do they Golden crisps. I, I don't know. I've like never seen these in my life. Um, I do like this bear. It's very nice that he's just constantly stoned and vibing. Like, pretty cool of him. But I don't know. Let's Golden see, crisps. Uh, I. 
Man, yeah, there really was nothing yeah, to this video. They still exist. They still exist? Mm-hmm. They're less common, it seems like. Golden crisps. Oh, it looks like they're pretty much the exact same as... Uh, honey Smacks. Honey Smacks, yeah, which I mm -hmm. have also never eaten because they look uh, terrible, frankly. But, they look like peanuts. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's not a cereal that I want. I, I want to eat this... That frog bowl, is salted. pretty cool, though. He should have been on this list. Yeah, that frog is pretty sick. I like that his shirt just says "dig him." Oh, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. Let's see. Oh, yeah. The uh, wait—is that a WWE sponsorship? Hang on. Yeah, that's Becky Lynch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm. Yeah, we're just scrolling through Google images right now, looking at different kinds of gold. Wow. Uh, the first actual picture of golden crisps I saw is brutal. These things look disgusting. Um. Wow. Man, Sugar Bear, I'm glad that you're this chill because I would be pitching a fit if this was the cereal I had to sponsor for my entire life. That bear does look absolutely zoinked. Yeah. Yeah, you scroll down a little farther, you will find art of him getting stoned while sitting in a spoonful of milk. Um, <laughs> and so I'm glad other people have the same the same thought process here. Yeah. Oh, I see it. Hang on. Mr. Cereal. On 2014, I mean, on August 21st, 2014, uploaded Throwback That's Thursday. My, that was my 13th birthday. Oh, yeah, that is your birthday, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Well, happy birthday for your 13th birthday. <laughs> Mr. Cereal uploaded a video on Golden Crisps and Honey Smacks. Um, wow. Looking back, we wonder if this is the same cereal we had when we were kids. Seems like something changed and something else didn't change at all. Join us as we dive into the mystery. I've never gone down like a, a cereal rabbit hole before. I don't think. Yeah, I was gonna say it's. I don't know. I feel like you've got a limited appeal here. Uh, mm -hmm. But you know, find that niche audience. Man, uh, the top comment on that that video is "lol." I'm eating Honey Smacks right now, and it's true, lol. They do smack you in the face with sugar, <laughs> uh, which interesting. Uh, Let's see. <laughs> I made a mistake today and bought Honey Smacks instead of Golden Crisp. Honey Smacks are softer and less sweet. Got the family size. Frowny face. Um, so, Koo Allen, three years ago. I hope, you, I hope you're doing better now and you're not accidentally buying Honey Smacks. Uh, yeah. I like this comment. That's just a list of things that he also remembered. Oh, that's it's that's... just like five things. Like I remember the dog from the Cookie Crisp commercial. <laughs> I remember Captain Crunch had a deep voice. I remember the uh, Lafruit from Captain Crunch saying on a cereal box than in the commercials. All right, I mean, true. Those are all things that I believe he remembers. Yeah. Um. Oh, Mister Cereal's still kind of going. Sorry, now I'm just looking through his YouTube channel right now. Um. Mr. Cereal. Oh, it looks like he's a family YouTuber now because his children oh. are in his videos, which I don't like. Probably family YouTubers doing are a little. Yeah, this video has fifty-one views and four minutes in, I can see why this is one of the most disgusting things I have ever seen. Um, I'm not sure what they're doing, but they're pouring, they're baking something, and it seems like they're mixing cereal into it. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Wow, it has become like a family channel. 
I should probably return to the actual YouTuber that we're talking about right now. This guy has um, 300, has like 250 subscribers, but he's been doing it for like two years. Yeah, I was going to say, he's been, he's been on that grind for a long time. And for yeah. that, I, I, I respect him. Um, I do like the comment from Al Johnson's Variety Channel, who said, love all of them. I miss my childhood. He's been doing it for seven years. Wow. The, did you see the comment with the name of the robot that led the Soggies against Captain Crunch? No. It was called the Sog Master. And the I don't know Sog why. Sog Master? I don't know why I love that so much, but just calling something the Sog Master is an incredible move. <laughs> uh, he also, oddly as it's this sounds, fought Spider Man? What? Hang on. I'm going to search Spider Man. Sogmaster. Why wasn't he in No Way Home? Oh yeah, yeah. No, there was a comment. There was a comic in which the Sogmaster fights Spider Man. I don't know if I like the name Sogmaster. To be honest, I I like it because of how upsetting it is. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a little bit upsetting, especially considering that in this comic, all he seems to be capable of doing is just blasting white fluid at Spider Man. Oh um, God, which is pretty rough. <laughs> Uh, man, this this rocks. Honestly, I'm looking through this. Did Spider-Man ever solve the mystery of the missing Captain Crunch? Let's find out. CBR.com uh, I oh. like this comment. I think my favorite is Lucky. I find the whole Irish thing interesting, even if it's a shallow stereotype. I find Lucky offensive, but also... <laughs> I think Lucky is extremely offensive, but it's also kind of funny. Which I agree. You know, it probably would be a bit offensive if you were full-blooded Irish. Um, but it is also funny. So, you know, it's not like there's much you can do about it. Let's see. Yeah, man, these comments. There's not a lot going on this time around. Damn, if only the Flintstone cigarette commercials existed today in California. Yabba dabba doobie. <laughs> I kind of like that like weak punchline that he didn't even really set up. He was just kind of like, <laughs> I'm just going to, he's like, I just thought of yabba dabba doobie yesterday while I was getting high and I'm going to work it into a comment somehow. It is also very funny. Like looking at like old cigarette commercials though. Like how it was just like everybody, they were all like, yeah, well I smoke camels. Everybody. Like, what? It's Mickey Mouse. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do like how wasn't it? Camel had like Joe Camel that got he. They weren't allowed to use him anymore because they were like this appeals too much to kids. Yeah, Joe Camel is so sick, dude. Joe Camel's pretty sick. I saw uh, yes a couple days ago when Izzy and I were in a thrift stop at uh, thrift shop, not thrift stop. Um, there was a big poster of Joe Camel, and I almost got it. Um. Well, then I remember that I had nowhere to hang it up and no real justification for a giant Joe Camel poster on my wall, considering <laughs> that I do not smoke camels. Um, but nevertheless, I respect the craftsmanship that went into it. And Camel Cash, like, they, you know, they predicted they predicted yeah. crypto. I know they I'm not did. the first person to make that observation, but it's way cooler than Bitcoin. It is. I think most things are way cooler than Bitcoin. That's an excellent point. Oh, actually, speaking of my uh, my trip with Izzy, 
oh boy, did I go on an exciting sojourn. I don't know if you were following along in the Discord while we were having this happen. (laughs) All right, well, strap in. Because listeners, I've got a tale of woe for you today. Um, So Izzy was going down uh, for a doctor's appointment and might need to get some blood drawn. So I was coming along with, in case, you know, I needed to take over on the drive home so Izzy didn't Mm -hmm. pass out on the highway and kill us both, which, yeah, I'm I'm glad that I was... Glad that I was there to prevent that from happening. Uh, and so we we stop and we hang out with Izzy's brother for a little bit because uh, he was like an hour away. And so we're hanging out. We go to like a military surplus store. I got to play with a switchblade while he helped Izzy try on some boots. It's grand old time. Highly recommend military. Sur- Have you ever been? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're great. They are. Um, it is crazy that like the person running it is either like the most insane psychopath you've ever met or just like the chillest old guy on the planet. Um, yeah, it reminds me of like pawn shops in that way. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very similar vibe. I mean, because it is just a pawn shop, but like for military equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so we're we're just doing that. We're hanging out, and uh, Izzy's going to have a new roommate in their apartment in this coming semester. So mm-hmm. they emailed the apartment complex, like, "Hey, I know we're getting a new roommate. I know we're changing the locks." Do we need to come down early? Like, do we need to be here during office hours <laughs> so that we don't get locked out of the apartment? And they respond, nope, not until next week. You're all good. And we, like fools, believed them. Uh, you should never believe anything. Yeah, we should never if- believe them. But yeah, so we hang out with Nick for even, that's uh, Izzy's brother, for even longer. We're just vibing. We watch uh, police body cam footage. Um, that's like pretty good. An hour of we're just sitting on the couch with Nick and his girlfriend and his dog, just hanging out, watching people get shot by the police, watching the police get shot by people. Uh, I learned later on the drive that that was the first time Izzy had seen a person die on camera. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. Yeah. So Never the night was already starting out on a weird note for Izzy, but I was having a grand old time. Um, so, you know, then we, we finally we make it down to the apartment by I'd say one thirty, uh, maybe two o'clock or we get there a little late. Um, and I walk up, I put the key in the lock and what do you know? It does not turn. Yeah. And I go, "Hmm, well, this is not what keys are supposed to do. And then we look down and there's a little note on the ground and it says, uh, your locks were changed on June 15th. And we go, huh? That's not a month. Next week. that's, That's not a week away. That's a month ago. Um, so we call the emergency number that was listed on the bottom and the guy who picks up is basically just like, yeah, I can't really do anything about it. Dang. And like, what? You're, this is the emergency line. It's like, yeah, we can't give you a key, though, until you like sign the paperwork. And they didn't give me the paperwork. You got to do that during office hours. Uh, which, not ideal. So we go, oh, okay. No. Um, so our options now are sleep in the car, uh, get a hotel, or drive three hours back home. Damn. Uh, n- none of which are particularly appealing. Um, but... Izzy's dad insisted that we not sleep in the car, which is what I was gunning for. I was like, whatever, we'll just, you know, we'll hang out. We'll sleep in shifts. Um, and so he's like, no, I will pay for a hotel. I don't want you guys to get murdered down there. Um, which we wouldn't have been. It's a safe town, but still. And uh turns out if uh, a gaunt man and a young person who's clearly been crying try to check into a hotel around 2.30 in the morning... Uh, the hotels don't like that. They say no. 
hotel say no yeah hotel, yeah so like we kept going in there like yeah sorry we're all full and i was like i don't believe you hmm. but you know what am i gonna do say like no you aren't give me a hotel. liar like, yeah, yeah exactly. no. it's it's like when you know it's like if you try to uh it's like if you're making plans with a friend group and then someone else like joins in and then you go like oh uh sorry we canceled that you know, it's not like he can, yeah. it's not like that person can call you out on it because then he sounds insane, even though we all know that's what happened. And similarly, um, I hate being gaslit by hotels. Yeah, exactly. So I can't, I can't tell them like, no, you aren't. I know you have rooms. So we just sort of have to keep going around. And, you know, like Mary and Joseph, we are turned away from every single hotel in Harrisonburg, um, which isn't ideal. Uh, and so we end up driving like another half hour south to another town where uh, Izzy's dad was also calling around trying to find us hotels, thinking like, you know, maybe if maybe if they don't yeah. see these two people, they'll say yes and they'll admit that they have an open room. Uh, but the hotel that has an open room, it turns out, doesn't accept people between the hours of three and four. Just Perfect. for that hour, they're all gone. I don't know what they're doing. They're all doing rituals in the break room or something. Mm -hmm. But so we just had to sit in the parking lot of a hotel uh, for about 45 minutes because we got there around 3.15. God. So we we joined a voice chat. Shout out to uh, Truck and Post. And uh, I think it was Bub Squat as well who was in that call. It was a blur for me. I don't remember it super well. But (laughs) um, we were just sort of hanging out, vibing, chatting in the parking lot. And then we came in. And, you know, Izzy gets the uh, the hotel room figured out uh, and I go out to the car to get the stuff. And apparently they called Izzy while they were in the hotel room. Uh, and basically we're just like, are you safe? Are you in any danger right now? Um, so they thought I was trafficking Izzy, which you got profiled. I got profiled. And again, by this point in the night, I was not looking good. Like my hair was like stringy and like you know, not doing well. Cause I'd been up for a long time at that point. Yeah. Uh, my eyes were sunken and gaunt, but still, um, I came back in. I was like, I'm glad that they checked in on you. I'm glad that they made sure you were safe, but also, but also really? a little rude. Yeah. Come on guys. Um, anyway, apparently they didn't charge for the hotel room. I think because they could just see how like exhausted we were. And also because yeah. we were in there for four hours total. Cause we had to check out in the, or very early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was that was our sojourn. Our little adventure God. that we went on. Um, oh, and we ended up canceling the appointment because it was at 8 o'clock in the morning. And by, you know, 4.45 mm-hmm. at night when you're checking into a hotel room, you go, hmm. I don't think I want to get up at 6.30 so I can make it to this uh, appointment on time. Yeah. So in, in the quintessential Matt story... I went through all this pain for literally nothing. We ended up canceling the thing that we went down there for initially because of how terrible the experience of getting there was. God. Um, and that was that's my haunting Matt story, returning to Doug's own, Doug's own form. Yeah, that's that's a rough one. It was it was an exciting go. I hate hotels. Yeah, they're they're bad. I don't like them. I don't like them. I remember as a child being like excited for hotels. What was I on? Was I just like wanting any difference? Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, when you're a kid, that's that's what it is. Like you're like, ooh, something new. 
Um, <laughs> a new thing. I like, like ooh, the thing. pillows here are flat and uncomfortable. How exciting. Uh, the this makes them here cool. is somehow too firm, but you're sinking into it. Yeah, yeah, it's silent. It's firm enough that it, it makes you stiff when you wake up in the morning, but soft enough that you have no back or neck support at all. It's incredible how they do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I will say it was nice. This hotel was clean, which I That's can't good. say for all of the hotels I have stopped in late at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sometimes you're just going by and you're like, ooh, $60 for a room. No way that could go off badly. Um, <laughs> I see no issues with this. Yeah, and you're like, you're walking in, you look at the curtains, you're like, wow, that's a lot of dead flies. Um, But, oh well. I'm amazing at compartmentalization. Looking back on it, I should not have stayed in that hotel room. I should have... Yeah, no. Probably insisted on a new room or a refund or something, but I was just like, well, I guess I won't touch the curtains. Time to lie down in this bed. Um, Oh well. This comment that I found has something I've never seen before, which is a, like, bottom scroll bar to scroll horizontally. Oh, the comment section has that? Yes. Huh. Just one comment. Okay. What does the comment say? Is there anything interesting about it? Uh, you know, I was a little disappointed with Tony at number one, but then I got to thinking, Tony really is an incredible mascot. Not for the athletic angle, but for the simplicity of the message. They're great. Super basic advertisement claim, but they make it extremely memorable by emphasizing the R so much and pairing it with a tiger. Iconic and popular animal, super simple message, simple joke, har har, he growls. It all works together in a really incredible way. It's brilliant advertising. A lot of times it's easy to dislike advertisers, but when it's done well, it can be so damn impressive. Everybody knows his name and catchphrase, and they're practically cornered the market on the blue as the main color for a cereal box. Blue, orange cereal equals Frosted Flakes and Tony. None of the other cereals have that kind of power behind their trademark. Even Lucky Charms comp- competes red with tricks. Ain't nobody creeping on that deep blue box. I guess he's, I guess he's right. He's no, correct. hang on, he's not. One second. Kind of. There's some blue cereals, I feel like. Yeah. Fucking Frosted Rice Krispies. Frosted have a blue box, don't they? Yeah, Frosted Flakes has it. Wait, no, that's, that is that's Frosted the one Flakes. that I'm going to kill Rice myself. That's not what I meant. I meant, uh, hang on, what are they called? Uh, oh, for Frosted Mini Wheats. Isn't their box, isn't their box blue? Isn't nope, Captain Crunch blue? Like the berry one? Yeah, Captain Crunch is blue. Yeah, a guy who was mentioned. One? Cookie Crisps is blue. Uh... Apparently, the cinnamon roll flavor of frosted mini wheats is blue. Wow, it's kind of crazy to say that they cornered the market on a primary color. Uh, yeah, they they did not do that. But I do like saying, like, man, it's amazing what emphasizing an R will do to the power of a word. Because, um, oh, brother, you don't even know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's. I do like the people who are just like soliloquizing about the power of like various mascots. Um, yeah, the people that advertising worked so well on. Yeah, <laughs> let's see. Not many people remember, but the Tricks Rabbit actually did get Tricks one time. He won a bike race, and they held the contest for people to decide if he should get the Tricks or not. After the results came back saying he can have them, he got a bowl, and then they came out with the new fruit-shaped version for a while, and they kept saying the new fruit-shaped tricks are for kids. He kind of like, lost the plot of his summary yeah. there at the end. 
I like that the people who are like, this advertising is really, really good and like soliloquizing about that feel like they would like watch Mad Men, but for all the weirdest reasons. <laughs> They're watching Mad Men because they want to see the ads that come out. They're mm-hmm. not even really interested to see like where they're anything coming about from. the characters it doesn't yeah they're just interested in like the ads you know it's like the um the ending of uh season one where he's like talking about it being like a carousel you know the power of these pictures they're just they're crying they haven't watched anything else they don't understand <laughs> the they don't understand the conclusions that don is coming to about his life or his personality they're just like wow it's so true this little camera roll is like that um <laughs> Not many people remember this, but uh, that Coca-Cola commercial was come up with by Don Draper. Um, <laughs> let's see. Now there's other just comments about like some of the old voice actors who they got to do things. I get what, what Nostalgia Critic was going for with the my father has AIDS joke. However, <laughs> it doesn't really work in this case because those dilemma examples he showed all revolved around breakfast. Those characters had breakfast problems, and Fruit Loops were always their answer. The AIDS joke just feels a little out of place. Interesting attempt, though. Yeah, man, you're right. It's you didn't interesting put a lot of work attempt, into that. though. Is very good. You didn't put a lot of work into the "my dad has AIDS" joke. I can't believe that this one fell short. <laughs> um. Oh no, I've got a Lindsay Ellis video on my uh, my suggested over here. Let's see. Joel Schumacher's Phantom of the Opera. Should we watch a Lindsay Ellis video next Patreon? Yeah, sure. Maybe that's maybe that's what we'll do. Um, oh, hang on. It is kind of crazy how many like crossovers these serial mascots have had with like actual people. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking at like the one where Bugs Bunny tries to help the Tricks Rabbit get some get some cereal, and then just is like, "Wow, that was a pathetic attempt," and turns off the TV. Uh, which respect is a pretty cool move. Let's see. Man, there's not much going on here. Fun fact, the Soggies were introduced during a contest where Captain Crunch went missing and the kids sent in with where, with where they thought he went to. That was not written. Really, it was just an early form of market research on what future commercials should look like. When the winner of the contest was Outer Space, they created the Sog Master and the whole space motif, which is why those commercials were just crazy. It is pretty funny to take your pirate cereal and go like, well, you know what? We got to change our marketing. Now he's in space. Uh, (laughs) Is he he like not a pirate? No, no, he's still a pirate. He's still a pirate. He has a ship. He's not wearing a space suit, but he's in outer space and he's fighting a robot. Mm -hmm. Which... Admittedly, I would Very watch that show. Very weird Doctor Who season. <laughs> I am. Um, is Doctor Who still going? I haven't paid any I attention to it so. in a long time. I can't imagine it's ended. Like I don't know if it's still going, but I. Yeah, I guess I feel yeah. like it doesn't end. Let's see, Doctor Who, twenty-six seasons. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. Yep, still going. They've still got. Is it still uh, the girl. I think it's still the girl. James Corden is in Doctor Who. I guess that shouldn't surprise me, but it does upset me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, let's see. What what episode of Doctor Who was James Corden in? Wow, he's in a surprising amount of things, actually. He was in the Ocean's Eleven remake. 
the more you know. He was also in Lesbian Vampire Killers in 2009, which, frankly, is not a movie that I think James Corden should be anywhere near. Andrew Garfield was in Doctor Who? Andrew Garfield was in Doctor Who? Why? What was he doing there? Oh, wait, he's British. I forgot about that. <laughs> Look, I just... I, most of the movies I've seen him in, he's speaking with an American accent. Uh, Doctor Who. Andrew Garfield, maybe. I just found one thing that, that said... Now I can't... I don't know if that's true. Wait, what is this that you don't know is true? I don't know if Andrew Garfield was actually in Doctor Who, uh, was Insider.com is telling me that he was. Uh... He played a man from Tennessee who hitchhiked his way to New York uh, yeah. and then, I guess, helped out David Tennant's character. Yeah, during the Great Depression. Um, <laughs> that's all that Insider told me. It just said, yeah, it just said, there in the 1930s during the Great Depression, he met Tennant's yeah, character in and helped him. Yeah, 2012. Man, look at him go. It's crazy how he looks pretty much exactly the same. He doesn't age. Yeah. That's why he'll always be quirked up white boy of the month. <laughs> Every single time. Yep, it's always Andrew Garfield or somebody that looks like Andrew Garfield. Which actually, yeah, it is. I mean, this is very much, he is similar to the, uh, um, sorry, this article I think is like Marvel actors who've been in Doctor Who. And I like it says it. Matt Smith, who stars as the antagonist of Marvel and Sony's Morbius, played the 11th Doctor, um, which I know he did. But it is also just very fun to be like, yeah, the guy who fought Morbius, he's Doctor Who. Um, that video of him dancing really does rock. I know I shouldn't see Morbius because it'll just be boring, but I watch things like that. I'm like, maybe maybe I will this time. I'm just looking at other people who have been in Doctor Who now. Yeah, me too. It's honestly, I guess it shouldn't be surprising because the show has run for 26 seasons now, which is a lot. So I shouldn't be surprised that people were involved with it. But I keep reading and like, oh, wow, no way. Uh, let's see. Man, people are, there's a lot of people mad in the comment section about uh, Doug not mentioning that Cinnamon Toast Crunch changed their mascot again. Um. <laughs> The serial mascot fandom seems to be very passionate. It's small, but it's passionate. What's going on? Yeah, these people seem to care a lot. Yeah, about, you know, frankly, something that should not matter. No. Fact, Brand loyalty is Lucky a weird had thing. enough of being catched easily in the CG commercials. And when the kids get the cereal, he takes it back like a jerk because the marshmallows have magic inside and it'll be easier to catch if he doesn't have his cereal. I wow. like that cereal commercials have so much lore. Yeah, it is kind of sick that there's so much going on for all these guys. Um, like the fact that apparently, um, you know, wait, what's the name of the, uh, what's the name of the, uh, the, the, Cookie Crisps. I mean, not the Cookie Crisps. The uh, Cocoa Puffs one. Oh, I don't remember. Um, apparently, like his grandpa got him started on these, like on Cookie Crisps when back back in the sixties, which is very funny that he's so weird. He is like he's actually like, a crack baby. Generationally, 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Intergenerational trauma. Yeah. The new Disney movie is going to explore the trauma that uh, <laughs> the Coco, the Coco Puffs bird. Mascot. Um, sustained from his grandfather. Yeah. I would like that if like one of these days Pixar just made a movie and it's just like, you know, they make like their, their Appalachia version. And it's just like about a guy who's addicted to heroin. Uh, and everyone's like, I don't think soft white is- underbelly. Yeah. It's just <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah. And the soft white underbelly animated Pixar cartoon character interview. Um, it is. I love soft white underbelly. So do I. Um, and then what's the name of the uh, the one who does the uh, the VR interviews? Oh, I don't you know. You know who I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Uh, it's pretty sick because he, he just does interviews with people like in VR chat. Um, so there's one where like a guy is like Anakin Skywalker from the Clone Wars, but he's just talking about like the first time he killed a man overseas as a soldier. God. Um, yeah, it's it's incredible. Uh, there's another one where I think it's like Kermit the Frog like breaks down crying, thinking about like his father being killed for drug money. Um, <laughs> it's crazy to be clear. Um, this is crazy. Yeah. But it's uh hang on. Let me, uh, let me search it up real quick. Just going to go like VR interviews. and see if I can find it. I just uh, saw the most haunting <laughs> picture, which is it says 13 stars. You forgot we're on the Sopranos and it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, he was, which I hate. Um, but yeah, he just like has a role as like this like doorman at a uh, that at a must hotel. Be so startling. It was. I almost fell out of my chair when I was watching it the <laughs> first time because I was like, "Wait, what is that? No, it can't be." And no. then he spoke, and I was like, "It is." No. Did um, he speak in soy rap? No. Uh, even funnier, he just like speaks in like an exaggerated Latino accent. Um, Incredible. Yeah, because they're like the it's like it's an episode where I think it's like Polly and Tony are visiting like this old place that they haven't been in a while. And they're talking about like this like restaurant that they want to visit and they go there and the restaurant's been torn down and there's just like a cheap hotel there instead. Mm-hmm. And they stop like the little like one of the doormen who's like moving something around like, hey, isn't there a restaurant here? And he just goes like, no. And they're like, do you, do you know where it is? And he goes like, I don't know. And then he just keeps going. And that's Lin-Manuel Miranda's role in The Sopranos. And it's so small, but so jarring to like realize that Lin Manuel Miranda, uh, writer and star of Hamilton, was also in The Sopranos. Um, Perez Hilton was in The Sopranos. Really? Mm-hmm. I actually, hang on. Me. Hmm. I actually don't think I did know that. Man, it's crazy what this guy looks like. I just googled him again to remember what he looks like and. In every single one of these pictures, he is a different person. This is crazy. <laughs> like the first six results on Google Images, I'm looking at them. These are all different people. Like you could cast these people all to be siblings in something, but oh god, let me let me look. Perez Hilton, Sopranos. Huh? Yeah, I guess he was on the Sopranos. Yeah, no, that is very weird. Yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? It's like siblings that have all gone down separate paths in their life. Yeah, it's siblings who are like struggling with different kinds of addiction. Um, <laughs> let's see. 
I would like it if uh, like an article that was like, you know, stars who you forgot were on The Sopranos and one of them is like James Gandolfini. Um, <laughs> people who you forget were in The Sopranos. Michael Imperioli. Uh, <laughs> let's see. David Lee Roth played himself. How exciting. That's so exciting. Are you wearing your work uniform? Yeah, I'm going to have to go to work like almost immediately okay. after we finish recording. Thank you, you for not mentioning that. I saw your badge and I was like, hmm. Yeah, no, I, I wear this to the recording so that way if you ever forget, you can zoom I in can and flip mirror, the video yeah. and remember that my name is Matt. Um, and you can also read out my place of work. You know, so you have like a kill switch on any bits I do. I do. It's like if I, I uh, you know, if I start getting too spicy, you can be like, well, Matt, let's read Kroger. your name tag real quick. Um. <laughs> Wait, Will Arnett was in The Sopranos? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. He plays the FBI agent. Yeah. The more you know. Um. Okay, let's see. I love how every episode devolves into us finding out, like, fun facts now. Yeah, every episode is either fun facts, us reminiscing about The Sopranos, or us reminiscing about Trump. Sometimes it's a combination of the three. Um. Trump, never on The Sopranos, but um, AJ does want to become a driver for Donald Trump at one point, so... No. You know, he's okay. mentioned. He looms large. He does. And uh, with that fun fact about Trump and the Sopranos out of the way, I think we should... Uh, do you want to wrap this one up, move over to the Patreon? Yeah. It's been a sleepy episode, but that's okay. Sometimes you just need something chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I didn't sleep well. Uh, so I'm <laughs> trying to justify it after the fact. Um, but yeah, so... Right. With Follow all that said... On... Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DougZoneCast. On TikTok at the Doug Zone and on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Doug Zone. Yeah. Um, I think that's all. Uh, we can, if you are, uh, if you feel so inclined, you can join our Discord. That's in our pinned tweet on Twitter. Um, if you're not on Twitter, I guess you could DM Jillian on Instagram. It's in the, <laughs> I think the invite link might be in the show notes. If not, yeah. I'll put it there this week. Yeah, we'll put it there this week so that way you can you can really join. Um, there's there's no reason not to, aside from the people in the Discord. Uh, but we like all the people in the Discord, so even they aren't a reason not to join. I'm not sure what I'm doing with this one. Um, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll, I'll try to sleep a little more before our next episode, or even <laughs> or a little less. You know, either way. You'll get me. I'll be slightly higher energy next time. Uh, And until then, uh, XOXO. Gossip Doug.